The presence of the Lord is here. The presence of the Lord is here. I feel it in the atmosphere. The presence of the Lord is here. Oh my, the presence of the Lord is here. Fountain Gate Chapel presents Wind of Love with Eastwood Anaba. Wind of Love will usher you into the full liberty of the presence of God. Wind of Love comes your way from Monday to Saturday, 11.30 to 12 noon. Eastwood Anaba is a pastor, a teacher, an author, a conference speaker, and an anointed minister of the Word of God. The teaching ministry of Eastwood Anaba combines intense spirituality and sound teaching of the Word of God. Join us on Wind of Love here on Sunny 88.7 FM. Today, my message is called Earnest Expectation. Earnest Expectation. Having earnest expectation in life is crucial. It's a crucial requirement for any life of success and godliness. So if you want to live a life of success, you want to live a life of godliness, you need what we call earnest expectation. Having earnest expectation is as crucial as having blood running through your veins and your arteries and having NS expectation is like having energy in your body. In other words, anybody who has not got an NS expectation is as good as a dead man. If you don't have NS expectation, you and a dead man, there is no difference. The Bible said in the book of Romans chapter 8 and the verse number 19, that the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. The earnest expectation of the creature waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. And that word earnest expectation means intense anticipation. Intense anticipation. Intense anticipation. That any time you are in a situation in life, you want to look beyond where you are. So we are in a situation of COVID-19 and we are looking at life beyond it. You cannot be looking at life just now. You must be looking at life beyond it. That when this thing is over, how, what kind of life are you looking at living? And um, Romans chapter 8 verse 19, let's look at what some other translations of the Bible will say, like the message translation of the Bible. Let's look at what it says about it. It said, the created world itself can hardly wait for what is coming next. I announced to somebody that something is coming next. And the created world itself can hardly wait for what is coming next. The world can hardly wait for what is coming after COVID-19, for what is coming after today, for what is coming after 2020, for what is coming after this life. The created world itself can hardly wait for what is coming next. And look at the amplified version of the Bible and the way it says this. It says, for even the whole creation, all nature waits expectantly and longs earnestly for God's sons to be made known, waits for the revealing and the disclosing of the ascension. I like that. For the revealing and the disclosing of their sonship. I think around Friday I'll be talking about manifestation. And when I speak about manifestation around Friday, 
I will not be there. Now, I think it's Thursday I'll be talking about manifestation. And I'll not be talking about phanerosis as manifestation, but I'll be talking about apocalypse as um, manifestation. But, but I tell you, the, the whole world is waiting for something. And that whole something is predicated on the manifestation of the sons of God. No, the world is not looking for a new economy. The world is not looking for a new health sector. The world is not looking for a new form of entertainment. The expectation is the manifestation of the sons of God. Sons of God. That you that are under the sound of my voice, the world is about to see a version of you they have never seen before. The world is going to see another you. Ah, somebody, wherever you are, lift up your hand and shout intense anticipation. Intense anticipation. Earnest expectation. The earnest expectation of the creature waited for the manifestation of the sons of God. And I, I want to be looking at um, some example in the Bible and I want to be using Elisha and Elijah. And, and it looks like almost the whole week I'll be talking about Elisha and Elijah, particularly the man Elisha, this, this great character. I know there are many Christians who don't even know the meaning of Elijah. You have heard it so many times, Elijah, Elijah, Elijah. But if they ask you, what is the meaning of Elijah? You become a stammerer at once. Elijah means my God is Yahweh. My God is Yahweh. My God is Yahweh. My God is Yahweh. That is the meaning of Elijah. And if I made it worse by asking you what is the meaning of Elisha, you will say one is Jah and the other one is Shah. You know, and things like that. So what is the meaning of Elisha? Elisha simply means Elishua and it means my God is salvation. So one of them says my God is Yahweh and the other one took it another step forward and said my God is salvation. I don't only know him as Yahweh. I have seen him in practical action. I have seen him in deliverance. I have seen him in healing. I have seen him in granting victories. I saw it so much that he's the one that delivers his people and saves his people. He, so he said, Elisha. So Elisha means, my God is salvation. And Elijah means, my God is Jehovah. Or my God is Yahweh. Better still, my God is Yahweh. Elisha was a man who desired the spirit on Elijah to perform miracles, bless the people, and heal the land. I want you to take note of that. He desired the spirit on Elijah to perform miracles, bless the people, and heal the land. And in this week of the manifestation 2020, that should be your only desire in life. The Lord, I need the spirit to perform miracles. I need the spirit to bless people. And I need the spirit to heal the land. And he followed Elijah for that spirit. He was in anticipation. He was in expectation. His expectation was so powerful. The man was in expectation of his personal empowerment. He was just walking about and seeking. When will I be empowered? When will I be anointed? And I can imagine when Elijah was walking about on earth and healing the sick and, and raising the dead and multiplying bread and multiply, multiplying flour and multiplying oil and, and shutting up the heavens and it cannot rain. And I can imagine the man Elisha is following Elijah and saying, 
When shall I? When shall I? When will I experience this kind of power? When will I experience this kind of anointing? When can I experience this kind of greatness? And ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you this. As he was anticipating this, and he was in great expectation of this, he was also in great expectation of the translation of Elijah from the earth into heaven. So the man is in great expectation, earnest expectation, deep, intense anticipation of two things. Number one, his personal empowerment, and number two, the translation of Elijah into heaven. I like it. I, 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 I like it. He's looking at empowerment, and he's looking for translation. And the Bible said in the book of 2 Kings chapter 2, that and it came to pass when the Lord would take up Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind that Elijah went with Elisha from Gilgal. Gilgal means rolling. It also means a wheel. I will talk about this later. And Elijah said unto Elisha, tarry here I pray you for the Lord has sent me to Bethel. And Elisha said unto him, as the Lord liveth and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave you. So the two of them went and they came to Bethel. When they got to Bethel, the sons of the prophets that were at Bethel came forth to meet Elisha and they said unto him, Knowest thou that the Lord will take away thy master from thy head today? And he said, Yea, I know it, but hold your peace. Verse number four. And Elisha said unto him, Elisha, tarry here. I pray thee. For the Lord has sent me to Jericho. And he said, as the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave you. So they went and they came to Jericho. And at Jericho, the sons of the prophets baptized by the devil and imparted upon by demons came again. And they said unto him, knowest thou that the Lord thy God will take away your master from your head today? And he answered and said, yea, I know it, but hold your peace. Verse number six, and Elisha said unto him, tarry, I pray thee here, for the Lord has sent me to Jordan. And as for Jordan, he knew there was going to be a river. So if God is sending a man to Jordan, probably he's sending him there to drown him or to kill him. You don't know. The Lord has sent me to Jordan. And he said, as the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave you. And they went on. Verse number seven says, and 50 men of the sons of the prophets. This time the Bible is giving their number. They stood to view from afar and the two of them stood by Jordan. And Elijah took his mantle and wrapped it together and smote the waters and they were parted hither and thither so that they went over on dry ground. And it came to pass when they were gone over that Elijah said unto Elisha, ask what I shall do for you before I'm taken away from you. And Elisha said, I pray you, let a double portion of your spirit come upon me. Verse 10 is intriguing. And he said, you have asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if you see me when I am taken away from you, it shall be so unto you. But if not, it shall not be so. And it came to pass as they still went and talked, that behold, there appeared a chariot of fire and horses of fire and parted both of them apart asunder. And Elijah went up by the whirlwind into heaven. And when Elijah saw it, he cried, My father, my father, the chariot of Israel and the horsemen thereof. And he saw him no more. And he took hold of his own clothes and he rent them in two pieces. And he took up also the mantle of Elijah that fell on him and went back and stood by the bank of the Jordan. What, what a scripture, what a scripture. 
I, I was just looking at manifestation and I felt that this is one of the best scriptures I could use. There is a river Jordan separating life on this side from life on that side. So let's assume that this week is the river Jordan in Ghana. And the reason I'm calling it the river Jordan in Ghana is for those of us who are believers and those of us that are born again and speaking in tongues, this week is like a river. It is the river between the, the shutting down of the churches and the opening of the churches. You understand what I'm talking about? And you know what? We fixed manifestation even before they said the churches will be open. And now that they said the churches will be open, it means that very soon the sports stadium will be open. It, you see, I have endless expectation that things are going to open for the good and not for the bad. I believe that very soon the airlines will be open and people can come in and out of Ghana and go out of Ghana. One of these days, I see you cogging in America and Germany and all the places you want to go. The truth about it is that people hear me. Virus cannot take the wealth our father gave to us from us. A virus cannot seize our wealth from us. No, people. I'm Robert tried it, they didn't succeed. Accidents tried it, they didn't succeed. You know, people, sometimes life always oh, risky, is risky. I'm telling you, accidents are still the most risky things in Africa. And human beings have taken them on. Go to the upper west and see how they've taken on CSM. Come to Africa and see the way we have taken on the incidence of malaria. And like our president do normally say, this one too shall pass. I pray that somebody will have intense anticipation look forward with hope look forward with confidence and that is exactly what elisha did elisha said i see empowerment coming i see that i'm about to be empowered and he said i see also that my master is about to be translated into heaven oh the sons of the prophets stood to look afar because in their mind elijah is going to die as a matter of fact when elijah came to them and told them that elijah had been taken by a whirlwind accompanied by chariot of fire and accompanied by horses of fire they had been taken in the whirlwind into heaven they said no no it's a lie God has carried him by his spirit and thrown him somewhere in the valley and killed him. You know what? There are people who are naysayers. Everything is negative. They never see anything positive. I prophesy upon somebody in the name of Jesus. Your earnest expectation is the blood in your veins and like the blood in your arteries. Your endless expectation is like the energy in your body that would take you to the next level. That would take you to the other side. Tonight, in the name of Jesus, may God inject you with endless expectation to move you to the other side of the Jordan. Listen to me, people. If you don't have endless expectation, you may never go beyond this week. If you don't have endless expectation, you will go beyond this week and you will get into post-COVID and you will still live a miserable life and a frustrated life. But ladies and gentlemen, if you want to get to the other side and be victorious... You must have endless expectation. Endless expectation is not a wish, but it is an active pursuit of a goal or result. You know, whenever you talk about expectation, people think it's a wish. An endless expectation is not a wish. It is the active pursuit of a goal, an objective, an end, or a result. And there are three sides to endless expectation. There are three sides. Or better still, I want to give you the three sides of endless expectation. I want to give you the three sides of endless expectation. 
And I call these three sides of earnest expectation the forces. They are the forces that activate expectation. That means these three things I'm about to talk to you about will activate your expectation. They will turn your empty wish into expectation. And I call the three drivers, the three forces, the three dimensions, the three sides of earnest expectation. I call them 3D expectation. 3D. Expectation in 3D. So I want to paint the image of expectation in 3D so that you will see the complete shape of expectation. And if you have it, you can see how beautiful it is. You can see how powerful it is. But I, I, I want you to understand that without active expectation, you are going nowhere in life. Without active expectation, you are going nowhere in life. What are you looking for? Some are sitting down, they are expecting to die. Others are expecting to be miserable. Some are telling themselves, well, even without COVID, I didn't have a job. So now that COVID has come, I'm not going to have a job. Well, the COVID came to give you advantage and give others disadvantage. COVID will give others disadvantage, but it will give you advantage. Why don't you see yourself rather on the side of advantage instead of seeing yourself on the side of disadvantage? Can I speak to you now? That your life is going to be different after this from the life it used to be. That by the time that we get out there, it would not be of him that will it, nor of him that run it, but of God that showeth mercy. Can I tell you that your church which was beginning, which was refusing to grow, will begin to grow in a manner that will shock you? Can I tell somebody your business never flourished, but by the time this thing is over, your business will flourish? Can I tell somebody that your marriage is about to be ignited with love and unity like you have never known before? Can I talk, tell somebody that your academic work is about to change for good? I prophesy upon your life. Receive earnest expectation. And in the 3D of earnest expectation, the first dimension is what I call desire. 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 Somebody said, but brothers, how do I know? I, I decided not to look at the dictionary definition of desire. Because when I look at the dictionary definition of desire, the dictionary definition of desire will tell me something you want, something you need. But that is not desire. Desire is not something you want. Desire is not something you need. Desire is something you follow. Following is the proof of your desire. Anything you follow is the proof of your desire. So before Brother Justice married Blandina, he didn't just desire or want a wife. He followed her. That was the proof that that is the woman he wanted out of all the women in the world. So desire is something you follow and desire is something you pay the price for. So to prove that he really wanted Blandina, he went and paid a dowry. And because before the dowry, once in a while, he had to buy some fried rice, take away rice for her, even if he didn't have the money. He had to force and do something to show that he too is there. So he followed and then he also paid a price. Your desire is something you follow. Your desire is something you pay a price for. Elijah followed Elijah and paid the price for it. You remember that this man was the one who killed the animals he had and he followed the man of God. He had the animals, he had the oxen, he was farming and then he had the servants that were working with him. He killed the animals and then sacrificed his business and went ahead and followed the man of God. You know what? Anything you say you desire, 
like the bible said that if a man desires the office of a bishop he desires a good work i showed my desire desire for the work of a pastor by sacrificing my work as a pharmacist by sacrificing the education of course i didn't sacrifice the education i sacrificed the practicing of pharmacy because as for the education i can tell you that education informs even the way i think the way i construct my thoughts huh when i'm building a message you will think I'm, I'm in the laboratory of a pharmacy dispensary. You will think I'm mixing some drugs. You will think I have taken some things and I'm mixing that ingredient with that ingredient with that ingredient. And I'm mixing them and titrating things and just stirring up things to be able to come out with, with a poultice or to be able to come up with a lotion, an emulsion or something. So all the training you receive is not in vain. It informs the things you do. So that is not to say I have thrown it away. But the important thing is that I sacrifice practicing it in order to do the work of the ministry. Somebody is under the sound of my voice today who desires the ministry. You desire business. You desire marriage. You must be ready to pay a price. You cannot marry that particular woman until you leave all other women. That is why on the day of the wedding, they say, and leaving all to cleave to you. That means all the other girls that used to play, I don't go in my mind. I'm going to forget about everybody and I'm going to cleave to you. So desire is when you follow and Elijah followed Elijah. Look at the way the Bible puts this in 2 Kings chapter 2 and the verse number 2. And Elijah said unto Elisha, tarry here, I pray you. For the Lord has sent me to Bethel. And Elisha said unto him, as the Lord liveth and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave you. So they went and they came to Bethel. He said, leave me. Just go. He said, no, I'm following you. And look at you. You desire an anointing. You desire godliness. You desire success. You desire breakthrough. So look at the way you are following anointings. Look at the way some of you have been on the Facebook and you've been on live stream and you followed us again and again and again. Sometimes when I get to Bethel, I tell some of the people, I have preached for one hour. I have preached for one and a half hours. But people, God is sending me to Jericho so some of you can return from Bethel. And some really return. And others say, man of God, we are stuck with you until we finish this service. And because of their desire, they follow me to Jericho. Some follow me to Jordan. And they go beyond. And they are saying, until we get the mantle, man of God, we are not leaving you. Let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, either online or through a book or through television or by physical contact, God is going to put you in contact with us at a certain anointing. Every anointing you are receiving right now, every word you are receiving right now, every ministration you are receiving right now, every man of God, God has given you the opportunity to come into contact with during this COVID period. Boy, can I announce to you, Shunammite woman, you just met an Elijah. Can I announce to you, widow of Zarephtha, you just met an Elijah. There is no man of God you have met, and woman of God you have met, which is by accident. Oh boy, but those of you who are church members, and throughout this period, you didn't follow your pastor, you didn't follow your church, you didn't follow any ministry. Oh boy, I can tell you, you missed a mantle, you missed 
missed an anointing you missed a grace and when we get to the other side you will realize that one day you are coming back to church but you are not ready you will realize you are coming to church but all the messages God used to feed us during the COVID period you are coming into church without any of that word you are coming into church without any of that ministration can I describe your situation to you medically scientifically you are coming back to church in a state of kwashiorkor and in a state of marasmus that is how you are coming you are coming in a state of hypovitaminosis because you see you have not been prepared ah it's so sad that maybe about 90 percent of believers are not prepared for what is coming next the president just said the churches are open we can open the church and they gave us all the various protocols but i can tell you that the church so many people about 90% of the church will not be ready. They are not ready. Some of you during this COVID period, you thought you were very wise. You were sowing no seed, giving no offerings. Some of you withheld your tithes from God. You withheld your offerings and you thought you were withholding it from God. But hey, we will get to the other side and some people realize they have no harvest because they were regarding the clouds. They were looking at the wind and they were not sowing. And some of them were just following the voices of unbelievers. Don't take your money and give it to churches. Don't take your money and give it to pastors. And then they are also sitting down. Oh, we are very wise. We will not allow any pastor to cheat us. We will not allow any pastor to take our money. Well, we are going to the other side. And on the other side of the Jordan, the Elijah who paid the price, the Elijah who had the endless expectation, he will see the mantle come upon him. And Elijah will be taken into heaven. But the 50 sons of the prophets who stood on the other side and they were just watching, they will receive no translation and they will receive no empowerment. Oh, that pastor, I really like his ministry. I really like the anointing of God on his life. As soon as you see offering, you disappear. As soon as you see offering, listen to me. Anything you don't pay a price to access, you are not likely to believe in it. The widow of Zarephtha, in spite of the poverty she had. She had flour and she had oil. Everybody has something to give. Everybody has something to give. Oh daddy, I have nothing. How did you get the data from MTN to listen to the self? You bought the data and after buying the data, the church and the ministry that is feeding you with the word, you refuse to sow into that ministry. I can tell you MTN has no sermon. It is a church, a ministry that has the sermon. And they give the sermon to MTN to carry to you. So if you will give unto Caesar MTN what is Caesar's, you must give to God. That is the ministry source. What is the ministries? Am I preaching to you? Oh, I just love the anointing on that man's life. I, 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 I like that. Oh, I like the way brother Jesus moves. Oh, I just like that man of God. Look at the way he's preaching in an empty room. Father, I wish, I, I wish I could preach in an empty room like that. So into that. And then they looked at my friend, CBC, Trinity Baptist Church. And in London, they were doing a ministration. I listened to the ministration. No, I took the short code. Star 447, star 44, hash. You see, I still remember it. Because me, I'm not like you. You that go one short code and go Momo number and forget it about the next week. No, I'm not like you. Yeah. Baby, I mean, send me the so seed. So that I can get a harvest. I don't forget where my farm is. In fact, anybody who forgets a short code, you are like somebody who forgot the way to your farm. And your farm is in Zebila. And when they ask you, where is the farm? You say, it is somewhere around Yendi. What is here? 
<laughs> I feel like preaching. The desire. You know, people are wondering, how is he going to preach for, from one verse for one week? Pastor Mike, one verse, one week in the summit. Yesterday when they said churches should preach for, churches should meet for one hour. I called my friend Dr. Menzo Tabel and we we're talking. And Dr. Menzo Tabel laughed at me. He said, Isu, so this one hour is not even enough for your introduction. What are you going to do? What are you going to do with the one hour? One hour you am me and so. But I'm talking to somebody. You know what people, anything you desire, you follow it. No, anything you desire, anything you desire, you follow it on YouTube, you follow it on Facebook, you follow it on Instagram, you follow it on Zoom, you follow anything you desire, then you pay the price for it. Elijah paid the price. Elijah said, you know what? I want you to stay here. The Lord has sent me to Bethel. Just go back. He said, man of God, I'm expecting empowerment from heaven over my life. Number two, I'm expecting to be the only one on earth who will see you go to heaven. We used to call a movie, cinema. They cut a shot to see. Movie, Elijah, a wild wind carries him to take him to heaven. And you are the only human being on earth that saw it. When Jesus was transfigured on the Mount of Transfiguration, three people saw him. Peter, James, and John. When Elijah was going to heaven, only one, one. May you be the Elisha who will see what others didn't see. May you be the Elisha who will see what others didn't see. Thank you for listening to Wind of Love with Eastwood Annabelle. For prayer and counseling, please call Eastwood Annabelle Ministries on 0302-734-157 and Fountain Gate Chapel Empowerment Pastures on 0302-912-752 or visit www.eastwoodannabelle.com until Eastwood Annabelle comes your way same time tomorrow. Stay blessed with lots of love.